0: If this topic was a relationship on Facebook, it would be, it's complicated. One of the most confusing things people come to me with when moving to Michigan, even moving within Michigan, has to do with villages, townships, cities, and counties. What's the point of them? Why are they so gosh darn confusing? And why should you care? Well, stick around and find out. Welcome to the Real Estate in Michigan Audio Experience podcast with your host and local real estate professional, Andrew McManaman. To put all this nonsense, or what may seem like nonsense, in a better perspective, I'm just going to define everything based on the hierarchy of local Michigan governments and end off with why you should care. From smallest to largest, in most cases, you have a village, city, township, and county. So many people use all these terms interchangeably or just say cities and towns in Michigan. I'm guilty of it too when explaining, but there aren't any towns in Michigan. It's simply the hierarchy I touched on. If you're not in a city, you're in a township. So starting with villages, what are they, and why should you care? Well, great question. To define the why, I'm going to reference the structure of local government by member resource services. During the 19th century, the state legislature recognized the need to incorporate the densely settled communities within the basic pattern of counties and townships. The system of local government, written into Michigan's 1908 and 1963 constitutions, recognized that the continuing existence of counties and townships with the voluntary incorporation of the more densely settled areas as cities and villages. An innovation in the 1908 constitution was a provision for city and village home rule charters which i'll touch on later a change which was to have pretty much more repercussions when comparing the difference between a village and a city is that wherever an area is incorporated as a village it stays within a township which i'll explain more residents who live in a village participate in township affairs and pay additional taxes while having their own village government. When incorporated as a city, it would remove the area from the township, and city residents would participate in county elections and pay county taxes. Just as village residents do, but the city folks would be removed from township units. The point of a village is to essentially establish local ordinances and provide for local services such as police, fire utilities, public works, etc. Some of the local duties required by the state are not done by the village, but rather the township which would include property assessing, collecting taxes, and administering county, state, and national elections. The majority of villages in Michigan are still governed under the General Law Village Act, which is an act to provide for the government of certain villages to define their own powers and duties. Think of it like a corporation. You have the CEO and the founder sitting on top with hundreds of employees under them. Then they decide it would probably be a good idea to put some managers at these different levels to be able to maintain the community, work towards progress, and ensure that residents aren't just a tiny fish in a huge pond. So as an incorporated city being removed from a township, the state has required duties on top of their own services. So on top of assessing properties and doing the collection of taxes, like I mentioned earlier, the city is also responsible for registration of voters and conduct within their boundaries. It has been noticed that the greater independence of a city in doing all its functions in one integrated unit, there's been the creation of many small cities in Michigan in the past few decades. This trend actually occurred with villages too, where they would become incorporated as a city where they would then achieve a separation of jurisdiction from the township. When comparing all these different terms to each other, city and village are the closest to one another since they have this home rule power, which is something you'd probably see if you were searching around trying to figure out all this verbiage. Home rule frees cities and villages to devise forms of government and exercise powers of local self-government under locally prepared charters adopted by local referendum, which is just extremely wordy. To keep it simple and understandable, they can do almost anything not prohibited by law. They may seem unheard of, but actually, Michigan became the seventh state to join in a movement which now includes over 37 states. It was more than a national trend which motivated Michigan Constitutional Convention early in the century, actually. As much as I say cities and villages are similar, they are also different because villages are a part of townships and cities are not. And when people are wanting or seeking the answer to what type of local government is for the people, like just really for the people, the answer is within townships, large and small, as they provide services tailored to meet the needs of their residents. Township officials represent the level of government closest and most responsive to the wishes of the people. Townships are really a product of Michigan's early history according to the Michigan Townships Association. There are two types that you'll most likely come across, a township and a charter township. There are roughly 10 times more townships than there are charter townships. According to an article written by Michigan State University pertaining to the understanding of townships in Michigan, townships are the original units of government formed in the state. Typically, though not always, townships are 36 square miles in size. Each township is governed by a board of trustees consisting of a township supervisor, a township clerk, township treasurer, and two or four elected trustees too. The entire state is covered by township governments except for areas within cities, of course. Aside from fire and law enforcement, some other common programs townships are involved in are parks and recreational opportunities public water and sewer services, trash collection and recycling programs, sidewalks and trails and cemeteries. Townships have this this broad power to enforce ordinances and may use sources of user fees, permits and special assessments on properties to generate income. If a township has over 2000 or so residents, they may be able to incorporate as a charter township. A charter township is a status or special classification created by Michigan legislature in the 1940s to provide additional powers and streamlined administration for governing a growing community. In a charter township, residents and officers will have all the powers, privileges, immunities and liabilities possessed by a township. Charter townships may do so by either a vote of its board or the members of the township. A primary motivation for townships to adopt a charter form is to provide greater protection against annexation by a city, which in simple terms is getting an area taken by force or without permission. You can look, but you can't touch, friends. When chatting about counties, they are simply made up of villages, cities, and townships. There's not too much to say about these, as most states have them. When determining the size and the shape of each county, there are several factors to determine that based on geographic, political, administrative, and historical boundaries. Now that the quick vocabulary quiz is over, you might be asking, Okay Andrew, why does any of this matter? It was a little overwhelming. I, I don't really know what the point of this is. And it's truly situational based on your wants and needs. And I know I say that a lot, but The main thing to keep in mind is how it affects your taxes. As I mentioned, there's a village tax that could mess up your affordability. Townships typically have lower taxes and fewer services, whereas a city has higher taxes and a larger catalog of services. Fun fact though, 96% of the state's land is governed by townships. Townships are often times larger in Michigan than cities, so they have more rural opportunities. It kind of goes back to when I made the Michigan lifestyle video about living on more land versus city. It can almost be said as city versus township. I wanted to touch on this topic to create awareness for when you decide to buy a home in Michigan. Figure out what village, city, or township the home you're interested in is located so you can jump over to the Michigan property tax estimator which I will link in the description to help you get a sense of Approximately how much you'll be paying. Understand that within the cities and villages, they are oftentimes kept to a higher standard, which not only goes for the public services offered, but maybe it's a historic district where you can't modernize the home to your liking. For example, in in Northville's historic district, the local municipality strives to. Maintain a historic look to the town, and any improvement you do on the exterior of your home needs to be approved by some directors involved in the maintenance of the historic district. In today's housing market, it's extremely easy to overlook a lot of these little details. Realtors do it too, and that's when it really comes down to communicating your wants and needs with your realtor and talking with the local municipality early on if there are big changes you want to make, or even to get a better understanding of what services they are offering and what your property tax bill even goes towards. You pay for it so you should know what it's paying for. Some communities need accountability so you find some of the services that are offered aren't being done. Maybe it's time you start asking questions. It doesn't make you bad or a snotty person, it just makes you someone compassionate about your community you live in and there's, there's nothing wrong with that at all. I know this this topic is is dry, not very entertaining, but I hope it answered some questions for those of you who really know absolutely nothing about Michigan's local government and structure because I've gotten a lot of people that have reached out to me and just said I don't know what townships are, villages are, why are they kind of close to each other, what's the crossover mean, what's the difference, etc. so that's why this this really came to play here.